We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to the Uncontested Post-Game Podcast. I'm your host for the night, Jacob Niffen. I'm podcasting after the Thunder defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers 95-86 to up in Cleveland tonight. Uh, it was just an ugly game, man. Like, from the tip, this thing was, was just not pretty. The Thunder struggled to hit shots. They played good defense. Um, but just overall, just not an exciting game. No Russell Westbrook. No George Hill, no Kevin Love. Colin Sexton started, looked bad. Um, both sides, just just not a pretty game. Uh, again, the final ninety-five to eighty-six. Uh, let's just go ahead and jump right into some stats in this game. The Thunder, as a team, first half they shot the ball really bad they, they kind of picked it up the second half but ended up shooting only 42 percent from the field uh including 25 percent from three just couldn't find shots couldn't get them to go down i thought that alex abrinas had a lot of wide open really good three-point looks didn't go down that he he made his toughest shots of the night which were two step back threes and he did also hit um, a corner three there at the end of the game. But just not a pretty game. Happy the Thunder made it out with a win, though. They are back in action tomorrow night at home against the Houston Rockets. That one's going to prove to be a little more difficult. It's going to be a little more difficult. But as of now, the Thunder's six-game winning streak up to 6-4 and four on the season after starting 0-4. And, and at this point, uh, a win's a win. You know, like, 
as long as they get the the W, they they get in the win column, uh, pretty happy, pretty happy. So overall, um, not a pretty game, but a W. Uh, let's start off by talking about the Thunder defense for the night. The Thunder hold the Cleveland Cavaliers, who who obviously aren't a good team. They're at, at what like one in ten now, one in nine. Um, they're they're not a good team. Just one in ten, yeah. Uh, just straight up, they're they're bad. But the Thunder hold them to a total of eighty six points. That's uh that's really really good. They they contested threes. They battled down low. I thought Stephen Adams really kind of controlled the paint against Tristan Thompson. Um. And Cleveland just doesn't run good offense. They they pull up a bunch of shots. They don't hunt good shots. Uh, Jordan Clarkson was firing them up. J.R. Smith was firing them up. Uh, Colin Sexton shot some that were just awful, ugly. Uh, for the night, Cleveland shot only 37%. They had 19 turnovers, 26 fouls, shot 29% from the, from the three-point line. Uh, they they did out assist Oklahoma City though seventeen to ten. Uh, Thunder defense just continues to look good. I thought Schroeder played a really good defensive game again. He's he's pesky, you know. And I know in Atlanta he wasn't known for his defense, but but he's pesky and he gets over screens and he at least gives effort. He he's really bought in uh, here in Oklahoma City to that de- defensive identity, and so that's a really good sign. Um, I. I don't have much complaints about the defense at all so far. I think they've been really good. We will see what they do against Houston, though, against Harden and Chris Paul and Clint Capella. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, it's going to be a really difficult game if Russell Westbrook can't go. But overall, defense tonight, defense for the season, has looked really good. The Thunder were in top five in defensive efficiency coming into tonight, um, holding Cleveland to 86 points on I don't even know how many shots they took but that's that's going to help out the defensive rating a lot like they this team probably is going to jump up to like 3 uh maybe 4 in defensive rating they're they're a good defensive team they're they're playing really really well as far as a uh, a play of the game play of the game funny story to go along with this play of the game my play of the game is in late in the second quarter in this game Steven Adams gets an offensive rebound. Uh, he's kind of posted in the middle of the paint with his back to the basket. And you can tell he's just kind of waiting for Ferguson to cut. And as soon as Ferguson cuts, Steven drops this nice little bounce pass to the cutter. Ferguson caught it, immediately went up, and Rodney Hood rises to uh, to contest the shot. And I thought Ferguson was going to like try to float it up or or tap it off the glass, but like just extended his go-go gadget arm and threw down this disgusting dunk. Like, it to me, that was one of Ferguson's better dunks he's ever had, uh, just from the degree of difficulty, like, in traffic. It was it was sick. And so I watched the first half of a lot of these away games. I go to the gym, and I get on the, uh, the elliptical or the stair machine, and I, I get a bit of a workout in while I'm watching the game. And so that's what I was doing in the first half today whenever Ferguson threw that dunk down. And my my headphones are in listening to the announcers and I've got my, my volume up pretty loud. And he threw that down and involuntarily I just went, Oh like really loud. And everyone in the gym like turned to look at me like I guess they thought that I uh I hurt myself on the machine or something, so I had to look around and tell everyone sorry. 
it was a sick dunk. It was a it was a sick dunk. Um, I felt like that kind of put some energy into a game that was really lacking energy in the first half. Um, both sides, it just the game was just kind of blah. Like I don't know if it was because for for us in Central Time Zone, it was an early tip. Um, not a lot of people show up to Cleveland to watch games when LeBron James isn't there. There's just kind of a a blah kind of game. wasn't wasn't too exciting. Um, as far as player of the game, I think that has to go to Dennis Schroeder. Uh, not an assist on the night, which is which is interesting, but he ends with 28 points and seven rebounds on 11 of 19 shooting. Had a block, had a steal, didn't hit a three, but he's a plus 20 on the night, uh, along with Stephen Adams and Schroeder. Just just lived in the paint. Um, he might not be the fastest guy on the court, but he is incredibly quick. He can get back, get by his man almost at will. He, he has this nice little hesitation that he can freeze a guy and he's, he's quick and he's small, which you would think would make him easier to block, but he does a good job of getting up underneath his defender and like scooping the layup in instead of shooting it. And so, um, he's really crafty and, God, it's such a blessing to have that guy when when someone like Russell Westbrook can't go, and to have that guy for the bench because the next thing I want to talk about is uh, is Schroeder's backup tonight, Raymond Felton. Um, God, there's there's a reason he doesn't play, guys. Like there is a reason that whenever this team is healthy, Felton does not see court time. Thirteen minutes, four points, two assists, a rebound, two of six shooting. Uh, a minus 11, a tied for team worst, minus 11 on the night. He takes really bad shots. Like defensively, he's he's decent. Like he's old, he's a little bit slow. But he just takes really poor shots. Like he'll take a, a like a pull-up long two with like 18 seconds left on the shot clock. Like it's just his shot selection is very poor for a veteran. Like you would expect someone who's been in the league and made it in the league for so long to play a little bit smarter. But Felton's shot selection, his decision making is, is just really poor. Uh, he plays slow. He doesn't pass much at all. It's like he he wants to do too much. And with a bench unit that has Nerlens Noel, Alex Abrinas, Patrick Patterson, like he doesn't need to shoot. He doesn't need to like hog the ball, but he does. And it's uh honestly, I thought it was a detriment to the second unit tonight. I thought the team played really poorly with Felton out there. And um, if Russ can't go tomorrow night against Houston, which we're all assuming he probably can't, and and Felton has to play, uh, this team is in some trouble because like he's just he's bad. Like he's just he's not good. I I know people love uh, Thick Ray. And you know he's kind of like this veteran and this this good locker room dude. I I get that. It's not. I don't have anything against the dude personally. He's just he's not a good basketball player anymore, and he makes poor decisions. And I thought it jeopardized the team tonight. Uh, the Thunder came out in the third quarter and really started putting it on Cleveland and went on a run. And then Felton came in and it it all fell apart. It was it was ugly. It was bad. Um. Besides that, a couple other players of note. Uh, Alex Abrinas just couldn't get the shot going tonight. Again, he plays the most out of uh, all the bench wings, all the not the bench wings, but all the wings besides Paul George. 
Abrinas gets 26 minutes, nine points, um, three of 12 from the field, three of 10 from three. Uh, had a steal. I thought he played decent defense. He uh, he got switched on to multiple players. Uh, was guarding Corver for a while. Was guarding J.R. Smith for a while. Was joining, guarding Jordan Clarkson for a while. So he was kind of all over the place. Uh, also, I don't think Paul George had that great of a game. 18 points on 16 shots, two assists, seven rebounds. Uh, only took three three-pointers. Um, just, just not a super effective Paul George. He seemed to shy away from going to the rim. Like he went to the rim, but he didn't want to try to finish at the rim. He he passed out. Not like literally passed out. Like he passed the basketball out from underneath the basket quite a bit. Uh, Paul George with a team high 38 minutes tonight. I thought Grant was well. 12 points, 8 rebounds. Steven Adams, uh, only 6 shots. You'd like to see him get more. Uh, but 9 points, 13 rebounds, 2 assists. He just he worked over Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson's like a poor man's version of Steven Adams, honestly. They they kind of have the same game. Steven is just so much better at it. Um and he Steven's just a defensive anchor. A lot of the things Steven does, getting people in the right position, rotating, um, hedging on screens, those things don't show up in a stat sheet, but Steven Adams is just is just good at that stuff. He is a very, very sound, fundamentally sound, high IQ basketball player and um that's good. Uh, last guy I want to talk about, Hamadou Diallo. 13 minutes tonight, 8 points, 3 rebounds, 3 of 7 shooting. Missed a couple of wide-open threes that were good looks, but continues to be aggressive going to the basket. Continues to make things happen defensively. Uh, only issue is he he fouls at a very, very high rate. Uh, it's a rookie thing. A lot of rookies do it. Typically, you see rookie big men foul a lot. Uh, guards, not as much. Diallo's struggling with that a bit, using his... Uh, his physicality may be a little too much. Getting called for fouls, but he is he is not scared to put the ball on the floor, and that's probably the thing that's impressed me the most with the kid is he's not afraid to put the ball on the floor and dribble, and he he's not afraid to, to get downhill and, and mix it up and create contact at the rim, and uh, that's a good sign. You know, he doesn't shy away from it. He tries to finish through it, and I think that's good. He he had eight points tonight. He he finished through contact multiple times. He got on the break multiple times. Thought there was a a play in the second quarter where it's kind of a loose ball and Patterson like tapped it forward to Hamadou, who just like outran his man to the rim and got a dunk. He's got a a, a different gear than everybody else. Like his strides are so long and so smooth. He can just like float past guys on the break and get to the rim easily. So he he continues to make things happen, and I'm excited for his development. Um, still no TLC, still no Nader. I think I think the ten players that you see playing are going to be uh, the rotation. You know that's that's just that's who it's going to be. Whenever Westbrook is healthy, it's going to be no Felton. It's going to be the starting five, and then Abrinas, Diallo, um, Schroeder, Noel, and Patterson. That's just that's just going to be the rotation. That's going to be how it is. And uh, and that's fine, you know. They they the Thunder are legitimately ten deep this year, and that's really good. You know, it's going to save legs for a lot of people because they can rotate so often. Uh, not much left to talk about this one. I don't want to make this too long because I know that we have another game less than twenty four hours from now, and so you guys will be looking for a, a post game pod after that one as well. So uh, I just want to make this one long enough for you know people's commute to work or commute home or. You know, if you're sitting in the office listening during your lunch break or, hey, hell, while you're, while you're working, you know, 
If you get working on a spreadsheet, screw it. Pull up this podcast. Take a listen. We'd appreciate it. Uh, let's go. Let's go ahead and get out of here. I'll play the uh, the outro music here real quick. Let's get this bad boy going. Again, the Thunder win up in Cleveland tonight. Score of ninety five to eighty six. Defensive rating is going to go up. Shots just didn't fall for the Thunder. It's okay. It happens. Uh, we, we've realized that this team isn't a great shooting team. They need to get out and run more. So they're all right. They played again tomorrow night, Thursday, 7 p.m. at the peak against the Houston Rockets. Houston's going to have some players out. Maybe Eric Gordon's not playing tomorrow. Uh, MCW not playing. They got a few guys banged up. Carmelo Anthony's returned to the peak. It'll be interesting to see what kind of reception he gets. Uh, I personally am excited to see him get matched up on Jeremy Grant because that is going to be uh, cookies. Jeremy Grant's going to eat against Carmelo Anthony because he can't guard him. So we will get back to you guys again tomorrow night. But this evening, enjoy the Thunder's six-game win streak. And, uh, and we'll talk to you guys later. As always, Thunder up. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.